the talk. This morning I have the pleasure of speaking with Gerard Kisby-Green, the CEO of GoPlatz. They've had some outstanding results this morning and um, Gerard's going to go through them with me and bring everyone up to date. Good morning, Gerard. How are you? Morning, Peter. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, you've had some um, brilliant results given the, the turnaround that's taken place at um, GoPlatz this morning. Would you like to go through them with me this morning, please? Yes, sure. I can give you a summary of the financial results if you'd like. Yeah, that would be a good start. Thank you. Sure. So, Peter, I mean, I think the, the starting from the top, we had a 21% increase in, in revenue to just over £20 million. Um, we also had an increase of £1.8 million in operating profit to £1.172 million. And that's particularly pleasing because previous year we had a loss of around about £700,000. Yeah, um, and also very pleasing is our cash position um, in, in, improved significantly to just over two million pounds during the year. I think important to say though as well is that you know these results are a a result of the recovery operations both in South Africa and Ghana becoming profitable again during the year as we had forecast and and, and planned for. Now, um, as, as you said, it's been a, it's been a struggle historically. And now things seem to appear to be turning around. What, what's been behind all of that? Because you seem to have, have put some things in place that are now generating the income and stabilising as such for Goldplatt. Yeah, you know, at the end of financial year 2015 came at a time where we'd been hamstrung significantly by problems with the Rand refinery, uh, yeah. where we, we, we were strung, uh, hamstrung for cash flow. Um, and that backed up into all of our operations where our clients ultimately weren't even delivering new material to us. Right. It was a matter of working through those, all those issues sequentially, um, returning to normal production, and in fact, we returned to increased production, but at the same time, working down the significant backlog of stock which had accumulated during 2015. And we really did this through a number of, uh, probably three primary initiatives. Firstly, we had to find alternative destinations for the byproduct material, which the Rand refinery hadn't taken. Um, and we primarily used Rubus refinery in Germany for that, and we've spoken to the market about that quite a lot. Yeah. Secondly, you know, in, in order to help with the with the cash flow and to make our clients happy again, we entered into or established a pre-finance facility with um, with Oramet, and again that that has been announced during the course of the year. And then finally, and probably most significantly, we successfully commissioned a four-ton elution plant um, in our South African operation during the course of the year. And this gave us a lot of flexibility, number one, to be able to elute a lot of the material from both the South African operation as well as the Ghanaian operation, but also you know, just to, to ramp up our run rate of production that we could process internally. Now, that's really, really good. That I mean, you've now got a net cash position, which you know, has increased substantially now. Yeah, we have got, um, but you know, this is really, you know, we see it as working capital because we continue course, to have yeah. significant capital projects and we've been financing everything internally, you know, and, and over and above that, the, the net position really does reflect a snapshot at the end of the year, you know, and it, it, it does reflect to a large extent um, some payables in there. But okay. we're, very, we're very happy and a lot more comfortable with our cash position now than what we've been for, the, for most of last year. Yeah, indeed. So, so how do you see this profitability being sustained and the cash flow um, position being maintained going forward? Well, I think, you know, the main thing is that the recovery operations are back in, into profitability and in, in, indeed growing. Um, 
the issues which we had pre previously are all dealt with and we and we continue to, to deal with them. Um, one major change should come from turning around the losses which we've been making at Kilimapesa. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that the big thing. We, ho we hope to or we plan to get into operational profitability at Kilimapesa during the course of 2017. And to, to that end, we've been, we've been working on um, installing and commissioning um, a, a I say a new plant, but a, a, a new second-hand plant by and large at Kilimapesa, um, which will allow us to increase both production and processing capacity and bring us to operational profitability there. Okay, so do you see the, the issues at Kilimapesa being addressed and then therefore becoming more profitable in 2017? Is that what, what you're saying there? Because it has been a bit of a drag, Kilimapesa, for a little while. It, it has been. Um, you know, if we if we are able to successfully execute our strategy and plans there, the short-term plans, we should become op operationally profitable during the course of this financial year. Excellent news, excellent news. So, with regards to Kilimapesa, then you've also got, um, Anamu is that, am I pronouncing this right, Anamuso, um, also pushing forward? Yeah, well, Anamuso is a, a small exploration project in Ghana, which we've not been able to spend any capital on um, during the, the, the past couple of years, you know, we, when we initially acquired it a couple of years ago in 2011, we did spend significant money on it. Um, but, you know, there's no funding available in the market at the moment um, for early stage exploration. Um, we did announce in during this month that we've concluded an option earning agreement with a Canadian company called Ashanti. Ashanti, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're going to, over a period of a couple of years, invest up to $3 million into the project, um, primarily for um, additional exploration and to bring the project, we hope, to kind of development ready. Yeah. And, you know, they'll, they'll dilute our equity stake in the project, but we'll, we'll retain um, a significant upside in, in the project. Yeah, so you'll do a profit share on, on, on that one there. So you, I think the last time I heard you speak about that, it's like a, a two-and-a-half-year horizon for that one? That's absolutely right. The first option period for um, the initial one-and-a-half million is 18 months, and yeah. the second option period is a, a year. Okay, so, so where do you see the most potential for the growth coming in the group going forward? The biggest turnaround will be making Kilimapesa profitable. Yes. Uh, the most growth would be um, what we've spoken about for a long time but are now starting to implement is using our Ghanaian presence and, and the fact that we are in a, a tax-friendly um, hub there yeah. to, to expand both into West Africa as a region um, but also into North and South America. You know, you would have seen in the announcement that we... We've started moving on that now. You know, we've 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 moved a sourcing manager down to Brazil from from Ghana. Yeah. We've, we've had a we've developed a relationship and agreed terms of a contract with a, a local in Brazil, who is very very well networked. I mean, in exactly the kind of industry we need someone to be. Yeah. And we've appointed a a manager to spearhead the the um, marketing and development of a business in in those regions. Yeah, you, you, you seem to be broadening your, your reach now, the expansion into South America. And uh, this is now looking almost like a, a newer strategy for Goldplatt. Could you see Goldplatt becoming more internationally focused moving forward? It's, well, I, I guess in, in much as we've always said we are African focused, yeah. you know, it, it could be seen as being somewhat of a change to the strategy. Um, in, in fact, you know, at this point in time, we'll be sourcing material internationally. It will still be going to our two main recovery operations being in South Africa and Ghana. And in fact, we, we expect the, the majority of the international material to go into Ghana, at least in the first instance. So, you know, 
we'll, we'll take a look at how it goes in South America particularly. And if we find this critical mass there and there's an opportunity to, um, in, you know, economically viably develop a business down there, you know, then we'll consider that at the time. But the initial business will be to source material there for export to primarily Ghana, but also to South Africa. Okay, so so I'm getting an inkling there that if, if it gets to the stage where Gold Plant are sustainable, they've got enough revenue, the net cash positive, that potentially you could look at building something within South America so you don't have to export it all the way to Ghana to refine. Is that a potential there? Well, not quite, because it's not <laughs> going to be driven by the Gold Plant productivity. It's going to be driven by the potential to, of, of a business down there to be profitable. To be profitable, of course. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so... Um, you, you've got some news um, recently regarding um, a, a new um, NED coming in, Matthew Robinson, and yes. you've got an AGM next month on that. Could you just tell us a, 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 more, a bit more about Matthew and, and why that adds a little bit more depth to the Goldplatz um, board, etc.? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, the vacancy or the opportunity is arising because Brian Morris, who's our non-executive chairman, is standing down. You know, and he's been with the company since inception and... You know, he's been an extremely um, helpful and supportive and loyal um, part of the board. Um, you know, Brian, as he said in a statement, is, is 80 years old now and still retains quite a few board positions and needs to, would like to start lightening up on that. Yeah. But, so it did, it did create the need for us to find, a, find and appoint a new chairman. Um, and, you know, Matthew's got the kind of credentials that we're looking for. You know, he's got a good financial, good solid financial background. He's got a lot of city experience. He's got experience as a, as a nomad and a broker. Um, and, you know, more importantly, he's, he's led smallish mining companies to really, really strong growth paths. And so it, it really does, I think, dovetail very, very well with where we are in our strategy right now. Yeah, I was going to ask in a sense of what, what the strategy is going forward. Obviously, you're looking more internationally. And I was wondering if there was anything particular regarding Matthew's skill set that you were thinking, ah, oh, we could utilize that long term to, to do X, Y and Z. And if you could share any, anything more on that. There's nothing particular. On, on, I, mean, I think I've articulated really our, our recovery growth opportunities yeah. and strategy. You know, we have said, however, in the past that, and I've certainly said that I would like for Goldplat to be producing as much gold from mining operations, yeah. primary mining, as we are from recovery. You know, so if you take our numbers this year at around about 40,000 ounces of, of gold from recovery, I would like us to get to that kind of number from, from mining. Oh, okay. You know, and, and, and to get there, you know, we, we're not going to grow Kilimapesa to that kind of size, and we're certainly not going to grow Numza or Niemi to that kind of size in, in the foreseeable future. So it's a matter of looking out for, um, you know, viable opportunities, opportunities yeah. Of, yeah, with either close to develop or developing mines and or operating mines and, you know, doing corporate transactions with them. You know, and I think the, the point there is that there are not a whole lot of them out there. No. You know, so one's got to keep looking and, and, and indeed I've been looking, our team's been looking and will continue to and I think we look to Matthew to helping us in that endeavour um, to find something which works for us and fits with, with our kind of culture and our strategy. Um, and importantly, being kind of ready when, when something comes up, if and when something comes up, be ready to move quickly. Because, yeah. you know, anything of quality that does pop up, you know, there are going to be a lot of people looking for it. So Of, of course, yeah. We'd like to think we're well positioned and ready to move fast and our affairs are in order so that we can we can consummate some kind of corporate transaction you know, in the foreseeable future. Indeed, that's, that sounds very, very um the right way to go about things. Um, what, what are the next few months got in store for Goldplatt and what news can investors expect to see? 
Well, I think, you know, you've, you've touched on a couple of them. The first one, obviously, is the hopeful um, approval by shareholders at the AGM of, of Matthew Robinson as a director and, and, and his appointment as our non-executive chairman. Um, we, we hope to, and we're very close to finalising the appointments of various parties with respect to the South American and international operations, being the, the local partner in Brazil and the marketing uh, manager um, within Goldplatt. Um, I think, you know, the, 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 the most exciting thing is the, the ongoing construction at Kilimapesa and, you know, it, it's going really well down there. You know, we, we're seeing the leach tanks and things being erected and generators installed and all these things. So it's quite exciting down there. Um, and we hope to be in what I call first stage production before the end of this calendar year. Um, in other words, we won't have the front end operating yet, but we've got significant stockpiled finer material which can go straight into the milling circuits which we hope to do before the end of the calendar year. Um, and then hopefully, you know, very importantly, the resolution, an amicable resolution with respect to the brand refinery dispute. Okay. I, 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 didn't, I was going to touch on that a bit later on, but are, are those nearing? Are, are, could, could investors see that concluded before 2017 or you think there's likely to be during 2017 that? It's, it's difficult to say because we've been yeah. through the process of investigation with a third party. Yeah. And it, really, it really does depend on how long that process takes. You know, we would love to think that we could conclude something by the end of the calendar year, yeah. but I certainly can't make any promises because it's really not in our control at the moment. Okay. So... Given that um, gold prices has moved somewhat since the beginning of the year when it had a bit of a down, downtrend and we're now in the $1,300 range, what do you foresee as the, the range that we should see in the first half of 2017 and how, how, how that would impact um, gold plot going forward? Well, it's, I mean, it's interesting. We, you know, we, we were profitable at the beginning of the last financial year and it was significantly lower than what it is now. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're comfortable now. I mean, quite clearly, any, any increase in the gold price you know, drops through um, and it will, will help us really to continue financing our, our capital projects internally. Um, the, the market seems to be pretty much all over the show with respect to where the gold <laughs> price is going to go. And, and, I, and I'm honestly not any cleverer than all the analysts out there. Um, I'm, we're very happy with anything between 1300 and 1350. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it, it, it's, it's shown that it's quite likely to sort of oscillate in that kind of range. Um, you know, notwithstanding any major political, po political and global economic events that might crop up that's unsuspected, you know, yeah. So I think I think anything above thirteen hundred, below thirteen fifty, we'll be we'll be happy with in the near term. Okay, I mean um, the the GDP um, share price has done exceptionally well, and it's one of the top performing um, stocks within AIM, especially AIM, AIM resource stocks. So um, investors have been well rewarded for, for their patience year to date. So um, given that you've put all the, you've reinvested and the infrastructure's in place, it's likely therefore um, that GDP could do exceptionally well again in 2017. We hope to, and you know, it, it's, it's great that we're rewarding shareholders who've been, been buying shares down as low as, you know, 180, 190, 1.9p kind of thing. Yeah. But I'd really like to reward those shareholders who came in at 10p and 12p. Of course. You know, yes. So we've got a way to go there. And I'll be happy when we have that kind of number, to be honest with you. Okie dokie. Now, Gerard, I've covered all my questions. I didn't know if there's anything you wanted to, to, to um, recap on, just to, just to cover all the bases. Um, the, the investors that have been in year to date and in long term appear to be on, on the right strategy now in the sense of being rewarded. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add. I think the one thing I would add is, you know, whereas we have been financing, you know, all of our projects internally, 
you know, the bulk of the capital expenditure is going to Kilimapesa, which is not cash flow generative. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it's kind of like our, our capital structure within the group needs attention. You know, so we, we will continue to seek other sources of funding, capital, capital um, funding um, in the market potentially, so that we can restructure our, 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 our cash flow within, or our, our balance sheet rather, within the group. Um, so we continue to look at that. And, you know, I've said often, I think, um, publicly, that at, at these kind of equity price levels, you know, we don't want to do any kind of equity capital raise. So we'll continue to look for alternative sources of, of capital um, within, within the capital markets. Okay, dope. Um, Gerard Kinsby Green, thank you ever so much for appearing on Share Talk, and we'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks very much, Peter.